Hey, welcome to the Bible Geek Carcast. It's been a few a few moments of time since the last time we talked. I wanted to give you an update. God bless you as I drive home on this glorious Monday, cloudy, dreary Monday afternoon in Louisville, Kentucky. Anyway, you know, above those clouds, there's sunshine, right? So the topic for today that I'd like to discuss is hunger. And this is based on an experience that I had over the weekend as I was sharing the gospel in downtown Louisville, Kentucky. And I ran across the homeless guy. Okay, so this homeless guy that I was dealing with, uh, he is one that we ran into before. So me, me and my son and my wife were out sharing Christ, sharing the gospel, giving the good news. I was preaching from Psalm 51. Uh, I was talking about where a man of God, a man after God's own heart, who truly humbled and repented and got right with God, God won't refuse that. That's what he's looking for, someone with a contrite heart, a humble spirit. In fact, it says in James that God resists the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. And I was simply preaching on that, and preaching on sin, preaching on righteousness, and this homeless guy had a problem with it. He, he actually first came by, and he, he said, yeah, you preach that blankety-blank. He says, these people down here need Jesus. And then he walked away. I'm like, well, so I started preaching on foul language. He ended up coming back, and he wanted us to stop preaching. And, of course, we didn't. And then he lied to me and said that he was, uh, he was a part of uh, uh, Louisville Metro. He said, hey, seriously, though. He says, I'm with Metro. I need you to stop. I said, no, you're not. <laughs> and, and then he, uh, he was across the street. Someone gave him a $20 bill. And as I was preaching, he came back over to me. and goes, hey, I'll give you this $20 bill if you quit preaching. That guy over there wanted me to give it to you. I said, no, you can take it back to him. I'm not going to quit preaching. And... Uh, he asked me, what would, it, what would you do if I grabbed the mic? And I eluded the question, but at the end of the day, he did grab the mic. And uh, he ended up letting go. But before he let go, he said, I am hungry. And this is a guy, I realized at that point, or a little thereafter, that this is a guy we have dealt with before. Uh very large gentleman. Uh, he was not physically hungry, although he may have had some cravings, but he, he definitely wasn't starving. If you could just tell that by looking at him. Uh, he had a desire for food, which I don't, I don't blame him. You know, most people do a few times a day. But he, was he really hungry is the question. Is he truly hungry? And it's something that really struck me, and I thought about that later. It says in the Word of God, in Matthew, I think it's chapter, I know it's chapter 5, verse 6, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. What a blessed scripture. Now look up what the word hunger means in Greek. And the result I got is to hunger. To be hungry. And here's some more. 
Uh, it's to suffer want, to be needy. And that also means to to crave. And the bigger question that I had and that I thought about during this time frame, and, and by the way, let me give you a little more background on this guy. We've dealt with this guy before. We were down there preaching the gospel, and he harassed us. And uh, my son-in-law uh, was going to go ahead and, and buy him some dinner. And we were walking that way, and I, I, I told him, I said, something's off with this guy. I don't know, man. And so you're like, I'll buy him dinner. And so as we headed that way, Ryan changed his mind. He goes, you know what? I don't know that, that we we're going to go ahead and do that tonight. And the guy flipped out, pulled out a wad of cash. I mean, more cash than I'd ever have in my pocket in any given day. He goes, you know what? You know what? I'm going to buy you guys dinner tonight. And he started cursing up one side, down the other. And, and uh, that's the same guy. I knew it. I knew this guy had... He had demons at the, at the end of the day. So he said he was hungry, and he was craving. But you know, the Bible says the poor you will have with you always. That's what Jesus said. And it says, blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. So the question for you today, my friends, is are you hungry? Are you truly craving the things of God? I was craving a cup of coffee, so I went and got one. Uh, usually when we crave things like that, we just go and get it. But are you craving the Lord? Are you hungering and thirsting after Him, after His righteousness? Here is stop to consider that the things that we truly, truly desire, we end up doing, we end up getting, we end up focusing on those, those things, and we end up accomplishing those feats in our life. I'm dealing with several folks in my life that are trying to lose weight. But the question I have for them is, are you truly hungry to lose weight? Do you truly, truly want to do what it takes to lose weight? And because if they did, they would change what they eat. And they would change their exercise regimen. They would change their habits and, and start to have good habits. What about you, my friend? Have you, do you truly hunger to lose weight today? And are you doing the things required to accomplish the goals that you truly hunger after? Because if you want things bad enough, you're going to make it happen. If you truly want to watch the ball game on Sunday, you're going to make it happen. If you truly want to go to the ball game on Sunday, you're going to make it happen. At the end of the day, you know I'm right. We truly do what we really want to do. If you really want to go out to eat with your spouse, you'll plan it ahead of time and you'll make it happen. Why? Because you're hungry for that. You really want to do it. Did you know that five years ago or so, I was very much interested in losing weight, so I began working out five days a week. Five, days, five years later, I'm still doing that. Why? Because I'm hungry to be healthy. I'm hungry to be uh, fit. I want to maintain my muscle mass for years to come. I want to be a healthy 70-year-old. And no, I'm not close to 70 yet. But it starts now. It starts today. The same can go for your budget, for your monetary needs. What are you doing to accomplish your goals? 
I think the first thing that you need to do is spend less than what you make. That's the first thing you should do. If you're if you have more outgoing than you have incoming, you're doing something wrong. You're spending too much money or you're not making enough money or a combination of thereof. So how do you change that? You get hungry. I think first of all you should pray and say, God, is this the job you want me to have? I think you should pray and say, God, is this the thing you want me to buy? And this is not popular, but I'm going to tell you the way, the way it is, is that if you're going into debt to buy a car, that's not the car for you. The car for you is the one that you can afford. The one that you can afford is not the one where you pay interest to, to borrow money to buy it. In order not to qualify as a hypocrite, I'm going to let you know up front that I've done that more than once in my, in my lifetime. So, what should happen is that you should buy what you can afford. And here's a, a way, and I learned this from Dave Ramsey and, and others like that, that what you should do is buy what you can afford. Say you can afford a $2,000 car. Drive the $2,000 car for a year. You know how much that car is going to be worth in a year? $2,000 or thereabouts. So, in, in, in a year, uh, over that course of time, over that year, save money. Make yourself a car payment. Pay yourself $200 a month. So now you have $2,400 at the end of one year. Plus, you can sell the car for $2,000. Now what do you have? $4,400. Go buy your car for $4,400. Used car. Drive it for a year. Pay yourself $200 a month. What's 44 plus 24? 54, 64, uh, 68. Now you've got 6800 to play with. Go buy yourself a car for 6800 Drive it for a year. Pay yourself $200 a month. 68 plus 24, 78, 88, 92. So now you can afford a $9,200 car all by buying a $2,000 car. And the theory there is that the car, the used junker that you're driving is going to be worth about the same as you as it is today in a year. Maybe you might lose a hundred or so, but it'll be really close. Now if you buy a brand new car, you're stuck in that car payment and that, that twenty five thousand dollar car, when you drive it up a lot, it's probably worth around uh you know less than twenty thousand. So there's a, a little bit of sage advice for you. The question is are you hungry for that? Are you hungry enough to deal with the junker long enough to to get to your long-range plan? So many people today think on the short term and don't think of the long term. They do that with their diet. They do that with their finances, and they do that spiritually because they just want to sin now. They just want to sin and go to heaven at the same time. It doesn't work that way, my friend. If you want to follow Jesus, you've got to forsake that stuff. You've got to pick up your cross. You've got to forsake the crowd, and you've got to follow him. Jesus said, if any man will follow me, let him deny himself, take up the cross, and follow me. So are you doing that today? Are you following Christ? Or are you following the crowd? Have you forsaken the world? Or are you indulging the world? Well, how do I do that? You do it one decision at a time. Same way you do anything else. It's one decision at a time. One meal at a time. One opportunity at a time, making right decisions 
it's not that attractive. I wish it was more attractive. I wish there was a bunch of flash to this thing called living for Jesus. But it's one decision at a time. You know, so you're, you're let's say that you're living for the Lord, all, everything's going fine, uh, a woman walks by that's got her blouse low cut, she's showing her cleavage. You notice it. What's your decision you got to make? Am I going to lust after her or am I going to move on? Well, the righteous decision is move on. That's not for you. That's not yours. For one. For two, that's lusting. Lusting after her. You need to, you need to move on. Move your eyeballs somewhere else. Walk away. Run away. Do what you got to do. Uh, you're on the Internet cruising along. Suddenly some porn comes across you. What do you do? Well, you hurry up and get off that site. You hurry up and click that off. You know, sometimes people would probably stop and look around for 10 seconds and then get off. If that's the case, that's sin. You need to repent from that. You need to confess that and move on. Sir, you know what I'm talking about. You probably did that last night. You need to confess that to your wife. That's right. You need to confess up. Let her know. You need to confess that to the Lord and move forward. It's the little things. You want to walk for Jesus, that means the little things count too. You're at work and you made a decision to take the easy way. Your boss asks you about it and you lie. Well, you have the opportunity to lie. So you can take the high road and admit it. Say, you know what? Here's what I did. I don't think it was the right thing, but I got the job done. And uh, if, if you didn't like it, I apologize. I'll fix it. But don't lie. As a Christian, Christians don't lie. You're walking in the mall, the guy ahead of you has a $20 bill fall out of his pocket. You're tempted to steal it. Actually, I'm sorry, you're, you're tempted. It's not stealing if it's on the ground, right? You're tempted to take it and run off. Or you grab it and, and go to that guy and say, excuse me, sir, this fell out of your pocket. Which one do you do? You've you got to do the right thing, my friend. It's righteousness. That's holiness. That's walking with the Lord, doing the right thing, making the right decisions, one decision at a time. They say you, you really want to get close to Jesus, but you keep on having temptations for sin. How's your devotion life? Have you made the decision to pray on a daily basis and seek God, reading the Word of God on a daily basis, studying? A workman roughly divided into the word of truth. Have you made a decision to do this every day? Well, you're not going to grow if you don't. That's called eating. If you don't eat, you'll starve. And here we go all the way back to hunger. What are you hungry for? And you might say, but I don't have a hunger for reading the Bible. Examine your heart. Ask God, Lord, implant in my heart a desire for your word. A babe in Christ is always going to find the milk. Always. You ever notice that about a newborn babe? They're, they desire the Word. And whether you know it or not, you desire the Word. The problem is, is that you're sick. You're spiritually sick. Get into the Word. Ask God to open it up and to, and to reveal to you the Word. Ask Him for a hunger and a thirst. 
So that's the big question today. Are you hungry? This homeless guy, I'm sorry, he wasn't hungry. My wife didn't agree with me, but I'd share with her the backstory that how in the past he's been known to be a liar. He was lying to me that night. He lied to me before. He, he's over there begging for money, and he's got a pocket full. This guy's not hungry. This guy's a shyster, and he wants to be on the street. He doesn't want to be off the street. He said he, he wants to get back to Memphis. This guy had all kinds of money to get back to Memphis. He could have done it a long time ago. He's a liar. Friends, I'm going to admonish you. If you're giving money to these people on the street, you're not helping them. Here's what you're doing is, is you're enabling them. If you truly feel led by, the, led by the Lord to do something, I guess you need to do it. But don't criticize us out there that don't. And the last point here is this, is that when you are on the streets and you're sharing Christ and you're witnessing and giving them the gospel, you're feeding them the most important thing in their entire life. You're giving them the true uh, meat and milk of the Word that will make them so they never get hungry again. You're giving them, you're quenching their thirst so they're never, ever thirsty again. That's what Jesus said to the, as the woman at the well. He said, if you knew who you were talking to, you would ask me for water, and I'll give you water that you'll never thirst again. Friends, if you're going to give anyone anything, the first thing that you should think about giving is the Word of God or the refreshing water of the Word. Give them some new wine. That's the Holy Ghost. That's what they need. Last story, I was on the streets back in the 80s in Oklahoma City. Young man, Bible college, by myself. No one wanted to go with me, so I went by myself. I was doing one-on-one, sharing Christ, handing out tracts. Someone pulled up in their car and said, excuse me, are you witnessing? I said, yes, I am. They said, aren't you afraid? I said, no, I'm not. Uh, as I went down further, I said, the Lord goes before me. He protects me. I went down further. This guy, he, I don't know if it's the same guy or not, but he came up to me and he said, hey, what are you doing to feed these people? I said, I'm giving him the word of God. And he started rebuking me because I'm coming out to give him Jesus, and he's out there to give him a sandwich. And I told him, I said, look, you can feed him all day long, and they're still going to die in their sins and go to hell. But if they take the food that I give them through the word of God, they can repent and get right with God and live forever in heaven, which is more important. And I forget how that ended, but I don't think it ended pretty. But at the end of the day, people... People, consider yourselves, consider your hearts, consider your soul. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Or do you truly want to make a change in your life? You will do it if you're hungry enough. Absolutely will. You, you'll do other things. You're hungry to, to go party. You're hungry to go to the game. You're hungry to watch a show. You're hungry to, to do all kinds of stuff in your lifetime, but you're not hungry enough for Jesus. Are you hungry today? Seek Jesus, my friends. He is the answer, and he will feed you. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Thank you for listening. If you have the ability, go ahead and like my channel. If you feel so inclined to, to give, then God bless you for that as well. That only helps the ministry. Until next time, thank you for listening.